Hey, welcome back to the kitchen. How's everybody doing back in the office? Or, sorry, how is everybody doing not going to the office this week? <laughs> in case you don't know by now, we are in phase two again, right? Version two. Well, it's, it's officially called phase three, heightened measures, right? So as of 8th of May, uh, we have to go back to some of the stuff that we went through in Phase 2. For example, no more than 5 people instead of 8, that sort of thing. And I think half the workforce must work from home, I think. It's one of the ones I, I think I remember. Sorry, I'm a bit distracted. I'm, I'm staring across my block. And there's like, okay, normally in my house, I'm one of the few units that have lights on at this hour. But across my home now, I notice for the first time, two units with lights fully on. What's up with that? Kepo, yeah. Kepo Singaporean. Yeah. I bet other people look into my house from their block as well. It's like, What's up with that unit? Why is the light always on in the kitchen at this hour? <laughs> and here I am looking into other people's uh, other people's HDB flats and thinking, hmm, why is the living room all lit up like that at this hour? Strange. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is the consequence of living in close quarters to each other, right? Because our flats are so... In fact, mine is, older, mine is an older estate, so our flats are quite far apart. But the newer flats tend to be closer together, right? You can look into each other's TV already. Like, watch somebody else's TV from your, from your house. Um, so I'm kind of glad we, don't, we are not that packed together. But this is the consequence of living in, in Singapore. Since 80% of us stay in uh, public housing, high-rise flats. I think most of us are, most of us are quite chill about it. Don't you think? We've gotten so used to it. I tell you, uh, how much of a culture shock this is for, well, for us to go to other people's country, uh, where it's not so dense, right? And for other people from denser cities, uh, less densities to come to ours, or less dense countries to come to our country, right? I was I was in Sydney many many years ago. I think it was like ten years, attending a course, and one of my classmates, course mates, was a New Zealand lady. I can't remember her name now, and we were walking uh, through the streets of Sydney. And she said, I can't stand this place. It's so crowded. <laughs> and I was like, um, that Sydney is quite a city, but it's not that crowded. You know, back then, my impression of Sydney was that it was pretty, yes, it was a city, but it was pretty spread out. I mean, that there's not, not pretty okay by population density. 
Singapore, I think even then, was a denser city than Sydney was. And I think we are, we still are, right? Um, there are very few cities that I think I feel are as dense as we are, um, or denser than we are. New York comes to mind. Um, Tokyo is really dense, you know, a lot of people. Uh, but for me in Sydney, I was like, yeah, yes, most populous city in, 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 in Australia, but no, not very crowded. Why does she, she say crowded? Years later, when I went to New Zealand, I finally understood. Oh, yeah. Well, Auckland's pretty, pretty city-like, but Auckland's pretty chill. <laughs> That's their, I think, most crowded city. And then, of course, I ended up in other parts of New Zealand. And I was like, oh, so this is what they mean by space. No wonder there are people find everywhere else crowded. I mean, they had a city, they had a country population that was something like Singapore's, I think, back then, what, 5 million? Uh, and we all fit into one of their lakes, specifically Lake Rotorua, which I visited. Rotorua, I think. That's how you pronounce it. It's a, it's a sulfur lake. It's got, you know, so it's got lots of smells. Supposed to be hot spring. I went to a hot spring there as I was driving through. And the lake is huge, but Singapore would fit into it, pretty much. And I told everyone I met there, um, we have about the same population as you, but we all fit into Lake Rotorua. And they looked at me like, what? So yeah, perception of space is very different, right? If you have not traveled, beyond our shores or you've only traveled in the region like you've gone to KL or JB you you would still consider these cities crowded so you don't think yeah everybody must be like that right no you go to New Zealand especially the south nothing sometimes you drive for hours nobody right one car after half an hour so space and Density and the feeling of, you know, in being in a crowded place is very different when you come from a, a non-city place, for example, or non-crowded city. And from compared to someone like us, some people like us who come from very crowded cities. And it doesn't occur to us, right? And, and I, when I brought the wife to Australia, it's another right spread out place. We we drove the Great Ocean Road and we stopped at one of the towns called um, Port Ferry, I think, towards the end of our drive. And this house was located by the sea, which is what we wanted. It was kind of cool because it, it, the owner, the landlord of this B&B, there was no Airbnb back then, uh, mind you. It was a bed and breakfast, not an air bread and breakfast <laughs> we booked it from internet I think but we called or emailed something something not techy not something not Airbnb like it was something we booked and then when we drove there uh, we had to go off the main road which was already very quiet to begin with and very unlit another culture shock right Singapore we are so used to roads 
with lights everywhere. Well, in many countries, especially away from the city, the roads are not lit. Okay, then it's too big a place to put uh, lamps along the road, so you rely on your car's lights. Which also means and implies that if you're a Singaporean not used to this, you shouldn't be driving late at night in places like this because it's kind of dangerous. I felt it anyway. So we went off the road uh, following a GPS back then. And we're like, okay, we're supposed to turn here, but there is no house. Where's the house? So we drove, 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 drove. And it's like a good five minutes in. And there was no... Lights, ah, there were no lights, mind you. And then after the the path that we took from the main road ended, there was no more road. It was off road. And I was like, oh no, maybe is this a wrong turn? Did I, did we get into the wrong place? And finally, we saw at the end of it, a house. It was at night, and and we found the house, and we're like, oh, so this is the house, wow. So far from the main road. Ah. Then I was telling her, telling the wife, if someone murders you here, nobody will know for days. <laughs> so anyway, we got we got out of our car, we got into the house. It's very nice. It's a nice, cozy place. By the sea. Um, by the time we reached there, it was, it was actually sunset, so it was quite pretty. It was quite dark already, by the way, um, because of the seasons, right? Very early got dark. And then we moved in there and then we had food. We we ate in a neighboring town. I think it was Wulululululung. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't pronounce it. But anyway, we, we, we stayed there for two nights and we visited the surrounding towns as well. But the first night we were there, my wife was k- kind of scared. She's like, hey, huh? Uh, dear, it's dear is is scary, huh? We were watching Australian TV, nothing on to watch, so we just set the TV on, you know, enjoying the the sound of the waves, and we're like, she's like, scary, huh? I'm scared, eh? How, huh? We're middle of nowhere. I said, I think it's normal here, lah. I don't think we're in any danger, but yeah, I guess if there were serial killers around, we'd probably be gone. But I don't think this would happen and it's, it's, it's actually probably quite safe. We're just not used to the quiet and having nobody nearby for miles. <laughs> By the second evening, she actually, she actually liked it. She was like, oh, so nice and peaceful. First night, oh, scary, oh, spooky. Second night, oh, so nice. I wish we can stay another night here because it's so peaceful and calm, so beautiful. Our <laughs> uh, city, city folk, huh? not used to the middle of nowhere house kind of living yeah yeah. you certainly won't be able to see your neighbor's uh, TV from your house in Port Ferry I tell you yeah going out to eat and all that was fairly challenging I mean during the daytime we were exploring the surrounding area but at night time we actually went to have dinner somewhere else because there's nothing right uh, where we were uh, and I think one of the second night I actually missed the turn. We overshot uh, the turn, and I was like, "No, this water tank thing 
it should be behind we should be we shouldn't have gone past this water tank which was my landmark because i was not just relying on gps which is notoriously which was notoriously not accurate at that time so i i, I doubled back and yeah sure enough i was right you need to turn left at the water tank <laughs> but that was that was australia for us at the great ocean road and um I think my wife's first time experiencing living in the middle of nowhere, you know, by our standards. Lah. I'm sure that is considered quite a busy place. I don't know, by Australian standards, it's a town, you know. But for us, it's like, uh, there's no Ulu for Singaporeans. You know, even Ulu places in Singapore tend to have housing estates. I consider, I con, I consider Jurong and Woodlands Ulu and their flats there, right, so dense. No, very rare you see an empty space so yeah but Australia is almost all Ulu same as uh, New Zealand right yeah Ulu is their thing long stretches of road with nothing it's nice uh, it's a nice change um, I can I can imagine living there and enjoying the space and open space and clear skies and you know good air I don't know whether I'll be bored out of my mind or not. <laughs> uh, also, like, what do you do for internet? Can you run fiber all the way to that part of, you know, the country? Or are you going to rely on some pokey internet? I don't know. Is it cost effective to run fiber there? I think if you had fiber in, you know, inter fiber internet in these places, it wouldn't be so bad. You can still stream stuff or something. Yeah, then it won't be so sad. You won't be forced to watch Australian TV in the middle of <laughs> nowhere in Port Ferry along the Great Ocean Road, Australia, like we did. Terrestrial Australian TV, okay? Yeah. Sad. Oh. The house across, the lights are off. Nice. They went to sleep already. Kipo.